Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Other Banana Podcast. Uh, I am Aditya. Uh, today we have with us Anna Ben, the star of films like Kumbhlangi Nights, Helen, and the recent film Kapila that dropped on Netflix a little while ago. Hi Anna, welcome to the podcast. Hi Aditya, really nice to be here. How have you been doing over the lockdown? I'm guessing there wasn't much of filming, but that's just beginning, I suppose. Mm, yeah, uh, it's kind of been a tough time for all of us, yeah. uh, but I think we're going to push through it and uh, hopefully soon we'll get back to what we do and it'll all be normal soon. Uh, but yeah, I've been keeping myself busy at home with my family and everyone. And and as this week uh, felt like a first week for Kapila because I think that was a movie that uh, suffered because of the lockdown and then uh, when it dropped on Netflix, there has been a lot of conversation about it in the last one week. So has this one week been different for you? Because a lot of people even outside Kerala watch, watch the film and there has been a lot of talk about it. Yeah, this one week felt like those uh, first day, first show release days yeah. uh, where I've been getting a lot of reviews. So we were really bummed out that um, yeah. because of the virus, we could not have a proper release and you know, we didn't have a lot of promotions and everything. But this kind of balanced it off because we've been getting a lot of reviews. A lot of people have been calling up and they've all enjoyed the movie. So all of us are really happy with that. Kind of extending that, how has the past year been for you? Like you have, you had a great start uh, so far. The three uh, well-reviewed films and unanimous praise for your performances. Uh, has it been like uh, kind of a dreamy ride for you? Um. So 2019 has been like a, a different arc to my life first because I completely had a career shift and I started movies and been quite a ride and it's been wonderful it's been very fruitful um i'm still on it i'm still with the same drive um i was hoping to do more movies this year i've watched some a couple of them but uh, i think i'll have to wait for the next year to start to work yeah. on all those all those movies but it's been really nice um uh, i'm more or less the same person but just had a lot of experience uh, inside the industry which is very fruitful and um, i've met a bunch of incredible, incredibly talented actors and uh, directors and technicians. So that's been really great. 
did, did you kind of expect uh, the kind of response that you got for uh, Kumbhlangi Nights and Helen uh, uh, on, on, on the like the character of Baby Mole? Is, is there something uh, that was there uh, for you? Did, uh, like how, how much were you invested in the kind of response that you wanted for such a character? So uh, my investment is basically in the project and how much I can put into it. Uh, and the rest is, um, you know, it's not up to me if it's, the people have to watch it. I just, I just hope that they would like it. But I never uh, thought that I would get such a big response from all the three characters I've done, which is, I think it's a big blessing that people are connecting to it and people are liking what I do, which is, which is great. That's something that I can't foresee. So all I do is that, uh, I try to do my best with all the characters I get. Um, take projects that I'm really passionate about, that I'm um, connecting really well with. So yeah, and I'm really happy. So to, I'm very curious about your craft. Uh, when we watch as, a, as, as an audience, uh, there, there seems to be an effortlessness to your performances, uh, which probably does a disservice to the hard work you're putting into it. Uh, but what do you think uh, gives you that uh, mental comfort or confidence in front of the camera uh, to just sort of exist as Baby Mole or Helen or Jesse? Uh, is there something that uh, goes into rehearsals or is that, is that, does that come from director cues? Uh, how do you read a character as you're performing? Uh, so for all the three movies I've done so far, it's all been different sort of approach, different sort of experience. Kumbhlingi mm-hmm. was my first one, which I had a clean slate. I didn't know what acting was. I just went ahead uh, with the scene and uh, whatever my gut told me, I just did it. And the director, if he liked it, he would say that's great or else he would suggest a few things and then I'll tweak and change the characters a little bit. So it was a lot of experience. And uh, for me, in that particular movie, the uh, positive side to it was that uh, the character was very similar to me. So... I could easily like incorporate my manner of things and the way I would I would feel about certain things into the character. But Helen and uh, Capella was totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, those characters were pretty different from me, and so I had to do a lot of homework. But I've never been the kind to be scared on stage. So right from school, I've always been into performing. I I used to love to dance or get on stage and speak something. So. That I did not have that stage press, so probably that helped me here also. And um, the team always kept me very comfortable. So uh, when the cameras right in front of me, I am just I'm, I just get into a frenzy where I get into the character, and it just it just all blends in, works out. Yeah. So I think that's how it happens all the time. Yeah, uh, it's interesting you brought up uh, the uh, difference of, I mean, uh, after Kumbhlangi, after doing Helen and Kapila. Uh, mm-hmm. So Helen and Je- Jesse are extremely different uh, people, right? It's, uh, Helen is more of a, a assertive person and she knows exactly what she wants and uh, she practically yeah. runs the household and she has an ambition of uh, leaving the country. Uh, but Jesse is more yeah. brought up in that. Uh, in kind of a hamlet and uh, she's, she, she, she dreams about that hamlet becoming a uh, town like um, she talks to Lakshmi about you know malls coming up here and all that so it's mm. and 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 if, if I can say that I mean, she's also kind of na- naive as a person uh, so mm. how, how, how do you differentiate between those two characters when you play them back to back like even even though they are they are probably in, in a in kind of a, come from a same uh, class background. Uh, 
yeah so the thing is for me helen uh, i i had to do a lot of homework on her because the way she's um, approached and the way she faces all these situations and how she would react so it's basically for every character not just helen for all the characters have done um you basically empathize with the character and uh, put yourself in the in the position and see what they might go through and how they might feel and you just trust that character really well that so i think that that helps you to um you know get the audience convinced as well when you perform so because mm-hmm. i believe in that character and i believe that whatever she does is for a particular reason that she believes in mm-hmm. so when i do that i think when people watch me on screen i'm having the same beliefs and so it's it's much more convincing to perform so for me it's the same i i view it as like when i hear the story for me um i basically sit down and listen uh, to the, to the story as like a viewer does and not judging it in any other way but if i if i'm one with the character if i connect with the character if i empathize with her then i think that's how i do it right uh, so, so 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 do you give any do you give yourself like any additional details to a character like to play it in a certain way or to to this is, this is how this person would react to something uh, do you give yourself a backstory or something for that character to play yeah fortunately i was the director who given me a lot of space to develop the characters in ways that i i thought could help Mm-hmm. So um uh but Helen I I used to keep a diary where I used to write about Helen and what she might have felt in certain situations and all that. so every, every approach is like every film is a different approach for me so mm-hmm. uh Jessie had a totally different vibe and her um, even the geography of where she was coming from was entirely yeah. different from what I've known what I'm familiar with so I uh, I happened to go stay at that place uh days ahead of shoot so I kind of got an understanding of the people and how they how they behave how they are with people and they they're much more open and they are very warm and very straightforward uh, more innocent in their um, in their speaking and the way they do things so mm-hmm. like that you just pick up certain things and um it you get the instinct to you have to add certain things to it that that will make it more believable make it more real so i i just it's not like a big preparation but something which you've got tells you that this might work so you just put that in so yeah i definitely get some space to put in um uh, my ideas into the character as well right and uh, uh, staying with helen and jessie uh, they they're also both like you can claw uh, them as uh, they come from a lower to proper middle class uh, christian malayali young women uh has there been mm-hmm. any uh, conscious choice to these roles or are they just happy accidents that happened so all these are committed um, later on has been different and they the characters are a little bit more modern and some of the background so um, there is no conscious decision of that it has to be similar in a certain way or anything um but but is there is there any uh, fear of getting typecast here or is there i mean is, is there an is there anything uh, challenging as a young actor in trying to break out of some uh, something like that happening i think uh, for somebody who is starting of course that uh, you have to make sure that you know you choose pick and choose characters that are uh, a little bit different from what you've previously done because you don't want to stick to one particular genre or a particular type of character um and in in from when i think about three movies i've done for me it's quite different uh, 
from each other like the characters yeah, yeah. there yeah. Yeah. Uh, but geographically somewhere the other they are a little similar uh, like uh, helen and jesse and you know baby and all like almost on the similar but there's a limitation to how much i can change also yeah. but um i think i think it should be fine uh, i am choosing projects which are totally different also and it's kind of like i'm uh, it's very early in my career so i can experiment a lot with it also so i don't have that much of a wastage to you know like how a star would have i don't think i have that so i have that freedom to pick and choose and experiment right now so and 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 how much of that went into actually picking these three films like what what appealed to you in the scripts that uh, you've done so far and uh, like like what did you see in uh, in a baby mole uh, helen or uh, jessie that 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 kind of gave you uh, the confidence to play those roles like i said before so when i when i listen to scripts i listen to it as the audience like if if i'm getting engaged to the project or if the story is driving me to like get curious and know what's happening next so if it's if a script seems that engaging and then you're curious about it um, i think there's something something in it so to be a part of something like that and that's what i look for um, it's not particularly the lead or uh, not particularly like the girl has to be strong or she has to have a struggle or you know nothing like that like as long as the story is engaging and there's something that you feel like you can be with it and you want to know what's happening in that 3 hours of the mm-hmm. the whole movie so i think that's what i look into and of course the team that i'm working with and the director uh, how how much uh, he's conceived the project so if he can communicate it well with me and we have uh, you know we have an understanding of that then nothing like it right just as an aside to it uh, is, is there uh, any influence of uh, uh your father as a scriptwriter that 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 go that probably subconsciously goes into how you select uh, scripts or how you read scripts and what you think about them or do you uh, not go that way at all um so for every project i uh, i come across i discuss it with my mom and dad like i like to get their point of view mm-hmm. um especially dad because he knows exactly what works he knows exactly um yeah. how the story should be placed and you know what the audience might need so it's very it's very i think it's a great plus that i have that i have a father who is very much in the industry he's been working the past 25 years so um, it's a big input that i get from both of them so i definitely take that into consideration so uh, but at the end of the day the decision to do the project is mine but yeah, they well, they surely yeah. have a say in it So, so in that way, I actually wanted to ask you a question about uh, Jesse. So, mm-hmm. there has been a lot of debate about the ending and the way the uh, film progressed. Uh, uh, we'll have a spoiler-free one, uh, but uh, how, how do you kind of read the ending of J- Jesse in a way that, you know, when she tells Benny that she's going to be here possibly forever, so uh, she, she can answer him uh, his question uh, any time? uh it, it it's also the first time in the film that anyone is looking for her consent but uh, but is, is that a return to uh, a form of conformity uh, to what's expected of her or or has the experience in the city kind of uh, disillusioned her uh, and and she feels like uh, she's better off being 
uh, under the dom- dominating parents in the in the town uh, uh, forever uh, how, how did you how did you read it uh, when you got the script or so, once you watched the film um to me when i conceived the project um, the end title uh, the scene was uh, basically that after the incident it's it, there's been a gap of a year or so between that uh, which we have not shown in the movie but um, it was supposed to be like this it's after a while that you see Jessie back in, uh, you know, back with a smile and she's yeah. doing something that uh, she she's doing um, the whole small business that she had in mind to buy the phone, but she's taken it up as her, her business to make some money for herself. So it's, it's a slow step of Jessie to like be independent on her own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and the character Benny... As you watch the movie, he was supposed to marry her. He wanted to yeah. marry her, but nobody asked her before that. But that particular scene is where uh, he's asking her whether he can marry her, and she she has to say in it. Before she was too scared to speak out. She was too scared to say anything right. about it. She thought that she did not have a voice about it. But you know, she she's not saying yes, or she's not even saying no. But because she has other things as priority, like being independent, earning some money for herself, maybe take care of her family, something like that. So she she's not really thinking about marriage, which people um, at, at that particular age where she's finished her studies, the next step for her is what they've all decided. But she, in her head, she's not even thinking about marriage. That's that she's there. She's doing her thing. She's earning for herself. That's what she's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll consider it later on as well. I can see something. So, so you, you, so you feel uh, that that experience that you had kind of made her more assertive uh, for the future, Jessie. That that she she's got uh, a newfound courage that probably she previously didn't have. Definitely, like that's what it is, right? Like we experience some hardship, and that's how we we become bolder and we become more. We have more courage to do something that we always wanted to do. So. She was a very naive girl. She was very innocent, and uh, you see that in the movie that her innocence is being tortured. But yeah. she comes out of it, and then so there are different ways that you recover from such an incident. There are different ways you recover from a hardship. Not necessarily you have to be loud about it. Not necessarily that you have to react immediately. But it's a process that you go through. Right? She had her own process of coming out of it. She decided that she wants to do something on her own and she wants to be independent. Um, she wants to get back to her life. And she not saying yes or no to the marriage is it's a way of recovery for her because she needs her own time with herself and know what she really wants in life and all that. That's definitely because of the experience, for sure. Um, because I think there's been a lot of debate about how uh, is, uh, the film has kind of given uh, ambivalent uh, uh, ending as to what exactly is hmm. this uh, Jessie's uh, you know uh, emotional and mental state at that point? Like she's does mm-hmm. she think every, everyone in the city is, is is bad or whatever happened to her is something uh, something that has changed her in in in, in some way uh, or is, is, will will this will something like this keep her away from big cities forever or or something like that mm-hmm. or, or 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 is that trying to say that you know that. Uh, this, you you are, you are better off under the parents because the parents don't really give that much of uh, independence to Jesse. 
so is the film saying that she, she, she should probably stay in the plane and she should probably stay under her parents. Um, so mm. so that, 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 was, that was kind of ambiguous and that's why I wanted to ask you this mm. question that how did you see it? Uh, what so kind of change? That's my take on the ending of the movie but uh, she surely talks to the director you might have a different sure, interpretation yeah. of it. So that's what it is. Art is open for interpretation. Like whoever watches it they conceive it differently yeah. with their sort of experiences. So you can have uh you can pick up a million things from one single movie and interpret it in different ways like there are a lot of i've read a lot of reviews on uh different themes uh, and some of it frankly i've not even thought of it thought about it that way but people have come up with their own interpretations of certain things certain yeah, yeah. reactions or certain dialogues which is great so that's what art is all about you interpret it in the way that you see it so i i think it's great that people have different uh, ideas and different questions about it which is nice yeah moving on uh, what is i mean what, is there something you can tell us about what you're working on on what what could happen of course everything depends on the pandemic but like is there any yeah. content um so before working uh, before the whole uh, pandemic i was working in calicut with another project uh, the director's name is ranjan promote he's done um he's a very senior director so uh, this is a movie that i'm doing with him and i'm doing the lead character and it's a it's an action thriller movie mm-hmm. um that we finished half of it uh, with half of the shoot left but i think we'll have to wait it out and see how yeah. it goes mm-hmm. how the pandemic is going to go ahead and after that we might resume the shoot and after that i have another project coming up with director anthony and uh, i'm co-starring with arjun ashokin who's also from malayalam industry so we're working together in another project so yeah but these two are my upcoming projects that's solid and there are like other projects in discussion um, but nothing is confirmed as of now but i'm waiting to work because it's been a while here i've been yeah. not doing movies for like months now and i can't wait to start working <laughs> again so if if i get something which is favorable to shoot at this particular point where you know we can make something out of it so i'm waiting for something like that so hopefully i can get back to work yeah and and in the lockdown have you been watching something great is there something that you like i've been watching uh, quite a lot of series actually so mm-hmm. i missed out on a lot of series last year because i was working mm-hmm. so there were so many wonderful series that came out which got a uh, lot of emmys which i've been uh, meaning to watch like um fleabag and marvelous mrs maisel and then um i finished a couple of old series where i stopped halfway through um then i've been watching um uh, roshan mathews movie came out so another yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, movie so i watched that uh, roshan is a very good friend of mine so i watched that and yeah so been catching up on netflix and amazon quite a lot uh, watching new yeah like everyone else yeah mm-hmm. okay ana thanks a lot for joining us uh, oh, yeah, yeah thanks a lot for patiently answering, answering these questions okay okay right. well, thank, thank you. you so much no problem bye bye Thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the Other Banana podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at the Other Banana, where we occasionally conduct quizzes and engage in mocha discussions with our listeners. You can find us at www.whereistheotherbanana.com and also on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. 
If you're still listening, we also want to plug our cricket podcast in the network, 81 All Out. You can find us at 81allout.com, at 81allout on Twitter, and also on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. If you call yourself a foodie, first, please stop calling yourself that. Then go check out our food pod at Nerd Kitchen Pod on Twitter. We'd love to get your feedback on what we're doing there as well. Until next time, this is Deepak, aka Complicator, signing off. Hope to see you back. Thank <laughs> you.